0: Location 1. Entering Nature Did you know that nobody has even entered nature, precisely because nobody has ever left it? Just to supply you with an example that works for rational beings such as you with arguments that sound somewhat spiritual, nobody and neither you can precisely point to where you enter a forest, traverse a pass, step into a sea or climb a mountain All of which are just stupendous categories that tie phenomenon in a straitjacket. You wonder when you might say you have entered the forest. Is the criterion 3 trees per square meter? Or perhaps 5? Or does it have more to do with bushes and undergrowth? Does forest from not forest demarcate by that eerie smell of ground so wet that it boils with fungi, or the fact of a certain number of centimetres of dead leaves amassed? Should you measure the interval between trunks, or rather count them, and if so, should those be horizontally ordered or vertically? Should we refocus to contextualization and look at that which calls the forest its habitat, Or should we de-essentialise and look at what a forest does, turning to its effects? As if a forest is that which is walked by hikers? Or should we look at what causes forest and realise that it thereby cannot be something in which you and others partake? Does a dead tree account to the concept of forest? Where does the concept start and stop? Is forest that which takes away horizon? that does not allow vision beyond a certain focal point. Should we regard forest in terms of optics and aesthetic evaluations? Above all aesthetics is how a thing withdraws from their physical properties. Is forest there in which you register phenomenon within yourself you cannot designate to any antonymous space? Or does it perhaps have to do with all these suggested things? Does the proto or perhaps even pseudo-forests make place for the true and real one as land spanning more than 0.5 hectares, with trees higher than 5 metres and a canopy cover of more than 10%, or trees able to reach these thresholds in situ, as the United Nations do believe. They add that it does not include land that is predominantly under agricultural or urban land use. The United Nations have decided perhaps noting the same discrepancies as you do now, to define it anew with regular interval, as much as you do too, based mostly on international affairs, economic welfare and geopolitics. And what do they conclude? It nevertheless is to reside outside the realm of utility. It cannot be its effects. It is not what we cultivate. But this is ludicrous. If there is something we cultivate, it is the forest. However, we mainly do so not by ploughing, lumbering, firing and replanting, but through how we decadently use the concept to pursue all else that we do. How we use it as the negation for anything not forest, whatever that may mean. Obviously, a forest is not a thing that can be grasped as much as any of its parts. It is an irreducible whole of parts, It is not greater than its parts, however, as we generally needlessly regard it. It is unified realities, physical or otherwise, that cannot be fully reduced either downwards to their pieces or upwards to their effects, as Graham Harmon remarks. If we would, however, choose to see the forest, or nature for that matter, as a whole, we could eliminate any parts up until there is nothing left, without any ethical reconsiderations or resentments. As Timothy Morton continues the argument, he notes that the entity of a thing is literally outscaled by its parts. It is bigger on the inside, like Pandora's jar, which means, logically, that it's smaller on the outside, so that, however absurd and amazing it sounds, we need to say the whole is always smaller than the sum of its parts. You know that our undermining is perhaps what defines any biosphere the best. A forest is its use. Overmining puts this use into perspective whereby we approach it as its effects as to what it does. And what it does is precisely that it brings you here. By being here and not there even though we remain to lack the knowledge what that here and there of the forest might be. Perhaps we should just accept the premise that a truly radical ecology should be nature doesn't exist.